Good evening, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Fourth and Gold Ministries. Before we get started, if you would like to learn more about Fourth and Gold Ministries, you can contact us at our website, www.fourthandgoldministry.org. You can also access the podcast and listen to the weekly devotionals by doing so. Uh, if anyone has prayer requests, we'll be more than happy to pray for you. Just email us at fourthandgoldministries at gmail.com. Now, with no further ado, today we have the pleasure of having our brother, Brent Johnson, and our leader to lead this devotional. And he brought a wonderful devotional asking us a series of questions. What is your report? Oh, man, just a wonderful. He brought a story out of the book of Numbers, explaining the story about Moses going into the promised land. And uh, I don't want to give you guys too much about it, but he posed a wonderful question to us. What is your report? Who are you following? What is your promised land? And are you allowing the negativity to win? Brent, could you please, brother, tell me what is it that inspired you to bring this message today? You know, T, you and I have talked about this, um, and we've said it before. Um, you know, being fortunate enough to, to be in a good church and um, hearing, hearing powerful message. And actually, the reason why I even decided to, to read about this and to learn more about this um, this portion of scripture you know of, of the 12 spies is because we had a guest speaker at our church one Sunday and he just simply said you are well labeled just like Caleb said you are well labeled and that wow. that just kind of inspired me to dig into the story of Moses and the 12 spies and, and so that's what brought this message forth was me reading the story and just kind of learning more about the heart and the mindset of Joshua and Caleb. Right, right, man. Well, I definitely don't want to give them too much before we get started here, but let me just ask you, brother, uh, what is it that you would like the listeners to take from this story? What would you like them to learn? Well, you know, you brought up those four questions, and I think that's something that no matter where we are in our walk, you know, whether we're bathed in Christ or whether we're past the eating meat stage and, and we're on to dessert, it, it doesn't matter where we are, we still need to evaluate you know those four questions you know, what's our problem right. what is it that god has for us and what do i need to be doing and then you know who am i following what report do i believe you know yeah. and so it's called the promise land you know he promised something for us and he's yet to break a promise so whatever he has for right. us we have to believe and so my hope is that we realize and recognize and get rejuvenated to, to reach back and to go and to fight to get back into our promise man that is awesome that is awesome <clears throat> well guys listen with no further ado man here is our brother brent johnson bringing what is your report no right now i don't know about that the lord is blessing me right now Oh, right now. <laughs> Say he woke me up this morning and he started me on my way. Okay. The Lord <laughs> is blessing me. Oh, right now. Oh, right now. 
right now. now. See, that's one. That's that's one of them hymns they're saying in the old church. No music, just a foot stomp. Straight foot stomp. They rock the whole mm-hmm. the whole church. Rock that right there, boy. You're right. You're right. He woke me up, up this morning. Come on. And he started me on oh, my way. way. Come on. Sing me the uh-huh. world right now. Come on, boy. That's, that's it. Right uh, come on, that's it. The whole church now. The whole church. Be yes, sweating sir. like fire. Sweating, sweating. Yes, got, everybody got sir. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> that's it, ain't it? That's the old popsicle phase. Hey, Bishop won't phase, man. <laughs> go there sometimes. He's, he's still on that note. Uh, you go there quick, man. Let's dive in, man. It's 10 let's after, man. Uh, after 8 30, man. I, um, I want to respect. Anybody want to open us? Sure, man. Absolutely. Sure. I, saying, brother. I would love to. I did right before we got on. Let's, let's get a quick prayer, man. Father, in the name yes. of Jesus, we want to thank you for another day, Father. We want to thank you. Uh, for the opportunity to come to you, O oh Lord God. And we just pray right now that you anoint this session, Father God, anoint our ears, anoint our minds to hear from you. As, as we understand there's things going on, the atmosphere and in the air right now, in the spiritual realm, Father God, and we just pray for your guidance, Father God, your discernment to increase in our lives, open our minds, open our hearts, give us an increase in a desire to want to serve you, to want to hear from you. We pray right now that you speak to our leader, Brent, give him a word, Father God, let the words just penetrate our hearts, Father God, in a way yes, that will stick to us to cause change, Father mm. We desire to change. We desire to stay close. Mm-hmm. We want to draw nearer and nearer and nearer to you. So let these words be a part of that, Father God, to draw us nearer to you. That is our desire. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, Amen. Lord. Thank you, brother. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Go. Listen, man, we're going to dive in. So uh, we're, we're going to circle back and talk a little bit about or, or pick up shortly after what we, we left off in the story of Joseph. Okay, and I'm gonna recap briefly just so we can touch on it. Um, you know, I always want to try to color in the picture, right? So if we remember the story of Joseph and and Mel so eloquently last week touched on as well. Joseph sold into slavery. If you remember Joseph and his brothers, their father name was Jacob. Jacob was his name was changed to Israel, right? And Jacob's had so Israel and his 12 sons became the 12 tribes of Israel, right? And if you remember, Jacob is the grandson of Abraham. Abraham and God promised Abraham he would be the father of many nations, right? And and his descendants would be many. And so we go down the line to Jacob whose name was changed to Israel, Israel and the 12 tribes of Israel, and Joseph being one of the sons, Joseph sold to slavery, ended up in Egypt. Um, the famine came to the land, and Egypt was the only place that had food, so Joseph brought his family, brought the 12 tribes to Egypt, and as God promised, Abraham's descendants became many. They overpopulated Egypt, and Egypt was overran with Israelites, right, the Israels the people of Israel, right? The descendants of Jacob, Abraham, Israel, Israelites overran Egypt. They, so the Pharaoh, after Joseph died, the Pharaoh that was with Joseph died, a new Pharaoh took over and was threatened by the Israelites. And so he enslaved them, 
right? And then we have God speaking to Moses and telling Moses, I need you to go free my people, right? That's the book of Exodus. Um, and so now we are at the point to where Moses fled the people out of Egypt. And here's where we start at today, okay? So uh, we are out of Egypt, right? God parted the Red Sea and swallowed the, the Egyptians who were chasing after the Israelites, right? So now we have the Moses and the Israelites on the way to the promised land, okay? So they had just left, um, they just left Egypt and they're on the way to the promised land that God had promised them long ago, okay? So now turn with me to Numbers chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13. And we're gonna look at the story of the spies that was sent into Canaan. So Numbers chapter 13, you will turn with me there. Y'all good? I'm gonna mm -hmm. read a few, I'm gonna read a few verses and, um, you know, and again, like, like we, we do, we're gonna circle back and talk a little bit about this story. Um, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't particularly have a title. I had about five different ones that I was, um jostling between man. so I, I don't have a title for today man maybe we have a title at the end That's so fine. let's fine. begin with uh verse one so if you remember where we are right there they have not too long left egypt so we're about a couple months out of uh being freed out of egypt okay so prior to this before chapter 13 in the book of numbers right exodus is about them exiting out of egypt right so that whole thing was mm -hmm. when it's him getting out of egypt we get to Numbers, and Numbers is them in the wilderness on the way to the promised land, Canaan. And so many things happen during that time, right? They're complaining. They're, they're, they're wanting to, um, you know, they were hungry, and God gave them manna from heaven, right? He, he made it rain bread. They were thirsty. He told Moses to speak to the rock. Moses didn't speak to the rock. He struck it. We'll touch on that. And so he had water coming out of a rock. So everything that they wanted, God delivered for them during this time. And they still were murmuring and complaining, right? So they finally get to the edge of Canaan to the promised land. So, but they were still worried and didn't think that, man, this isn't for us. You know, what promised land? We've never seen this. So God said, okay, fine. I'll tell you what, grab some spies. So he told Moses to get, right, let's read verse one. And God, and, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, send me or send men to spy out the land of Canaan which I am giving to the children of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man, everyone a leader among them, okay? So he told Moses, simple directions, listen, there are 12 tribes of Israel, right? The 12 sons, each one of them had their own tribe. And so we're looking at descendants far down from you know the sons of Israel. And so they, they were supposed to send one leader the best of the best, right? Their best person, send them to Moses and they were going to go into the land of Canaan. They were going to spy out the land, okay? So these are the 12 best people that they had from each tribe. And so verses three through 16 tells their names, okay? Um, we're not, we're not going to touch on their names. So we're going to circle back to, to the ones who were the, that were important. Um, 
So, so we pick it up in verse 17. Then Moses sent the spies out the land of Canaan, said to them, go this way into the south and go up to the mountains and see what the land is like. Now, so if you remember Moses, um, Moses, if you remember when God spoke to Moses, and, and I'm not sure if we touched this or not before, but God spoke to Moses and told him in a burning bush, right? When he told him to free my people, like, you know, let my people go, go to Pharaoh. Moses gave like 10 excuses, right? I can't speak. All right, cool. Aaron speak for you. Well, what if they, they don't believe you? Well, tell them I am sent you. You know, and he gave him like five different things that, listen, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do that. And so Moses has some things that, you know, he was working with God. So right here, God gave them instructions saying, listen, go to the land that I've already given you this land. Right. But he gives the instructions to the spies in verse 18 and see what the land is like, whether the people dwell there are strong or weak, few or many. Whether the land that they dwell in is good or bad, whether the city is inhabitable or if it's or if it has camps or if it has strongholds, whether the land is rich or poor or whether there, um, whether there's a forest or not. And then he says, be of good courage and bring back some fruit from the land. And we're going to we're going we're gonna to skip through that. But so. We're going to talk about leadership a little bit in, 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 in this um, devotion tonight but we'll, we'll circle back to that so let's let's get down to verse um let's see 26 uh to make sure all right sorry verse 27 all right so so the spies went to the land they were there for 40 days okay so they went to the land for 40 days and they came back and, and then we pick it up at verse 27. So they, they came back to the Moses and to the um, to Aaron and to Moses and to all the, the congregation of the, of the people of Israel. And he said, we went to the land where you sent us and it truly flows with milk and honey. Because God promised them way back in Exodus, the very beginning mm -hmm. of Exodus, before he told Moses, even before he, uh, Moses went to the Pharaoh to tell him, let my people go. He told Moses, he said, listen, you guys aren't supposed to be slaves. I've heard the cries of, of you people, of our people, of my of my other Israelites, and I'm going to free you, and I have a land flowing milk and honey for you. He said that in Exodus. Here we go all the way to Numbers, and he sent the spies, and the spies came back and said, the, the land is truly flowing with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. And, you know, it, and we skipped over, but they, they picked these huge grapes and they had to carry the grapes on their shoulders because they were so big. Um, and so, but here we get to the, to the negative side of this story. Verse 28. So they just said, yeah, listen, God was right. The, the land is flowing milk and honey. Whatever God said was true. But nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified. They're very large. Moreover, we see descendants of Anak there and the Am Amulets, and they dwell in the land from the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the, the Amulites dwell in the mountains, uh, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. So they were complaining, saying, listen, we, we, we can't take this place. Listen, man, look at all these people. There's it's, it's a huge place, right? And, and they got all these people in there. How are we going to take over all these people? And if you remember the Hittites, um, you know, we've heard some of these things before and some of the stories we've looked at before. But God even warned them way back they were going to run into these people, but God had already given them 
the land. So the spies come back with a bad report. So in the middle of them talking, Caleb stands up and quiets the crowd and quiets everybody and says, listen, Caleb quiet the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession. For we are well able to overcome it. We are well able to take it. So Caleb was the only one who stood up out of the 12 spies and said something. The other ones were complaining and talk about what we, what they couldn't do, right? And so they shut Caleb right back up and said, but the men who are um, who have gone up, we're not able to go up against those people. They are too strong. They're too big. The children of Israel gave a bad report saying that the land in which we have gone and the spies, they have, they, it's, they are taking over their inhabitants there. They're, they're killing their own people. And there are giants there, right? Remember the giants in the land at the time, right? And so they're saying there's giants there and we're like grasshoppers in the sight of them and we can't take over what they're doing. And so now the Israelites, this is where we're going to pause the story, right? And so later, well, we'll jump to verse um, verse five. So um, in chapter 14, you know, Moses, so the Israelites heard this because remember, they came back and told the entire congregation right the entire people that listen this is what we saw this is the report we got this that we can't do this guys we got to find somewhere else to go i don't know what we're going to do but we got to find somewhere else to go and so the entire people there were two million people who fled egypt the israelites numbered two million right went from 12 jacob and 12 sons israel and his 12 sons went to egypt with joseph there was 14 of them jacob and his three 13 sons 14 turned to two million so God's promise of your descendants will be many was true, right? God's promise of the land flow of milk and honey was true. And so his descendants were many. All two million made it out, right? They all made it out of Egypt. And so now they're in the wilderness and they've gotten to the edge of the promised land, right? And they were only out for, you know, like a couple months at this point. And so Joseph, I mean, in verse six, but Joshua, the son of Nun and Caleb, they both, because um, Moses and, and Aaron fell down, they started praying, they, they were trying to figure out what to do, but Joshua and Caleb both stood up and said, listen, we can take the land, and, and they tried to convince the congregation, they tried to convince the people, said, listen, guys, we can do this, but all of them were the naysayers, so the 10 people convinced 2 million people that we can't do this, right, mm-hmm. and so Here's where we are today, right? So that, that's a story that, that, that we're going we're gonna to feed off of tonight is the 12 spies. And we're going to look at how the 10 people, how these 10 spies out of the 12 turned 2 million people against going to the promised land. And so what happened, and we're not going to read the rest of the story, but I'm going to tell you. So God was so upset and so disappointed that um, he caused every single one of them except for Caleb anybody over 18 and and um anybody but Caleb and Joshua's um tribes those two tribes were were going to be permitted to see the promised land the other ones all of them were not going to be allowed to see the other other 10 spies and their tribes were not allowed to see the promised land so all of them had to die before they could go to the promised land so that is why. So they had to go in the wilderness for 40 years. They were, they were on the edge of the promised land. They had to wait 40 more years before they can get to the promised land because God said that all of your descendants, every, everyone 
will have to die before and, and you will wait one year per day that you were in the land. They were in the, day, the land for 40 days. So they had to wait 40 years and, and all of those had all of those people had to die. Caleb and, and uh, Joshua, their tribes were permitted to, to enter the promised land. Moses wasn't even permitted to enter there. He got to see it, but he didn't get to enter the promised land. Right. So tonight here, here's what we're gonna look at. We we got we got four questions I want you to think about tonight. Um, and the first one is the first one is what is what is your report? Right? These spies came back with a bad report, right? So what 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 is your report when when you see adversity, right? Are you are you seeing the good in the situation, right? When when God sends you somewhere, when, when God sends you to a situation and, and you see that mountain, are are we speaking to that mountain or are we running from that mountain? Right? You know, Mark 11, 23, whoever shall say to the mountain, be thee removed and cast into the sea and has no doubt then it shall come to pass, right? So, so we have in his word another one of his promise. He promised that if we speak to our situation, it will change, right? So, so what, what, is, what is your report? You know, are, are you seeing these giants and are you having doubts and say, listen, I, I can't go in front of these people. I, I can't speak in front of these people. I, I, I can't conquer this crowd. I can't, I can't do that. Um, you know, listen, we can ask David. David can attest that, listen, giants, giants do fall, right? David, David defeated the Goliath. We know giants do fall. And, and even in our weaknesses, right? 2 Corinthians 2.9. In my strength, your weakness is made strong, right? So even in, in our weaknesses, his strength is made strong. So what, what, is, what is our report? Are we seeing that we are, listen, it's only, you know, four or five of us um, in this group. And how are we going to reach the masses? How are we going to reach a million people, right? How are we going to reach... What we need to reach, we are few. We we can't conquer this, you know. How, how are we gonna How are we gonna get what we got to get done? You know, First John four four. Great is he that is in me, right? And he that is in the world. So mm-hmm. the first question is, what is what is your report when you face adversity? The second one, I don't know if y'all remember um, the movie or if y'all seen the movie. Uh, uh, not Wakanda. What's it called? Um, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Y'all seen, you know what he said, uh, this is your king, right? Yeah. Right? Y'all remember that part? So he, he, yeah. that's my second question. This, this this is your king, right? This is the leader. This is the guy you sent from your tribe. This is the person you yeah. chose. So you, you mm-hmm. so so the same thing with these people in the tribe, like, like, this is the person you chose. This is the leader that you, that you sent to Moses. You got to think that these people, two million people just fled because they heard of this guy named Moses and Moses was freeing these people. So Moses, these people said, all right, listen, you got to send me your best person. You, you're going to meet the Moses. And this is the person you sent? Like you sent somebody who's going to give a bad report, right? So the question is, is who, who are you following, right? Who is the leader? Who is the person in front of you, right? Because listen, th- this is supposed to be the best of the best, right? And we have to be careful um, who we follow. Right? We have to be, be careful who, who we call a leader. And we have to be careful that, that we're not going to follow. You know, the blind leading the blind, right? We both fall into a ditch, right? Mm-hmm. Jeremiah 23, 1 says, Woe to him who destroys my sheep and leaves my sheep. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so we as leaders have to be careful who we are, we are leading and, and who we have the, the opportunity to be over. You know, leadership is not a position. Leadership is a mm-hmm. posture, right? <laughs> being, being a leader is listen man can title you a leader but man can also you know dethrone you, 
right? So, so if you allow man to put you in a situation, you're not going to stay there long, right? We, we have to allow our posture to allow us to become leaders. You know, if you remember the parable when, when Jesus was talking about um, the man going to the wedding feast and he went to the wedding feast and, and he went up front and just sat down up front because he thought he was high and mighty. And they had to go and say, listen, man, this, you got to go to the back, right? And God said, it's better to be in the back and then say, listen, hey, oh, hey, Brent, in the back, need you up here, right? It's better, it's better for them to recognize who you are because of who you present yourself as, right? Your posture is how you represent. You remember the verse that we sent earlier in the week you know, when they were trying to find the next leader after Saul, Samuel was trying to pour the oil and he couldn't pour the oil, right? Because it wasn't the right person. And because Samuel even thought that, listen, this big strong man here has got to be the one. This giant hero, he's got to be the guy. But it wasn't him, right? So, you know, man looks at the outer appearance. First Samuel 16 said, man looks at the outer appearance, God looks at the heart. You know, so the question, the, the second question is, is this is your king? Like, who are you following? Who's your leader, man? The, the the third question is is what is what is your Canaan? You know, the land of Canaan was a promised land that they gave or that God promised the Israelites, right? So what what is what is what is your promised land? You know, what what is our promised land? What what has God given you or what what is the thing that God has told you that listen, this is this is for you, right? We talked about before, you know, what's for you is for you. So what what is your Canaan? What situation, you know, have you been running from that God has for you? Um, you know, because he's chosen you for something, right? First Peter 2, 9, chosen generation of royal priesthood. We, we know who we are, right? So what are you on the edge of that you're about to enter in that you keep fighting and that, that you can't get there yet, right? Um, you know, Deuteronomy 1a, I got a bunch of verses I want y'all to hear today. Deuteronomy 1a, see, I have given you the land. Now go in and possess it. Right. He's already given it to us. He told Moses at the beginning of chapter uh, 13, verse one, he said, listen, go spy out the land that I have given you. Now go out to, to spy the land and see if it's something that may be suitable for you guys. He said, listen, go look at the land that I've already given you. Right. See that what I said is true. Right. You know, and, and so what is your Canaan, man? Is, is there somebody in your way that's, that's keeping you from your Canaan situation? You know, is there something that you've got to get in front of? Is there, is there someone you've got to get in front of? You know, they're, they're you know, Romans 8.31, man, if God be for you, who could be against you? It doesn't matter who's in front of you, what the situation is. We, we, we're, we have a bigger God, right? And the last question um, that I have for us is, you know, are you allowing negativity to take control, right? Are you allowing the negativity to win? And that is what the other 10 spies did, right? They allowed the negative thoughts. And, and this is what I was about to say earlier about Moses. I'm gonna read 18 again. Moses is supposed to be a leader. And leaders, we, we, we have to instill confidence in the people we have the opportunity to lead, right? Moses should have never, in my opinion, right? I, I don't think he should have given them an option. You know, because he said in verse 18, you know, go spot the land, see if it's strong or weak, right? So he already said, listen, it might be weak, right? See if there's a lot of people or there's a few people. So he said it could be a whole bunch of people. You know, see where the land is good or if it's bad. See where the cities have camps, like small groups, or see if it's, it's overran with the big old strongholds and, and we got to overtake big strongholds. And and he kept saying, are they rich or are they poor? You know, and then the last thing he said, hey, man, be courageous. So he was already giving them a doubt. 
in their mind, right? He's he's about saying, listen, man, hey, it, it could be trouble over there, guys. Y'all be careful, man. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's for us or not. So we have to make sure as leaders that we're not pushing off the negative negative mindset, right? And and listen, being negative, like th- those thoughts come, right? Philippians 2, 5, so let that mind be in you that's in Christ Jesus. So we, we have to cast down those thoughts and we have to win the battle of the mind every single day. Like, right. Our negativity can bring down those around us and it can cause others to fall. Those 10 people cause 2 million people to deny what God given them, right? 10 people cause 2 million people to stray away. And so we have to be careful that we're not part of those 10, right? And, and even though we run into situations and we have storms going on, right? Mark 439, peace be still, right? When God stood up in the boat and told the peace be still, uh, we as leaders, we have to remind ourselves. We have to continue to tell ourselves, right? There's no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I am the head and not the tail. I'm, I'm above only about the, and not the, the Lord is my rock and my fortress in whom I am strong. The Lord is made strong in my refuge. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but I would trust in the name of God. I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And remember, and remember what Caleb said in Numbers 13, chapter 30. We are well able to conquer this land. So we have to remember as leaders that not only are we promised these things by God, not only have we been given these things by God, not only are we chosen by God, but, but we have the, the opportunity to lead from where we are. So we have to make sure that we're given the best report we can give, right? Even though the situation may not look good, it's going to work out for the good. Mm-hmm. And we as leaders have to make sure that we, we lead from that way. Father, we thank you for the word that you've given us a light, Lord. Lord, I yes, thank you for the opportunity for us to, to dig into your word, Lord. I thank you for the spirit of Caleb, and I claim that spirit over us, Lord, that we are well able to conquer the land, Lord. Although we may see giants, so we know that giants do fall, Lord. We know that we can do all things through you, Lord. So continue to remind us and give us that, that mind that's in you, Lord. So in, anytime we come to adversity, we know that you've already gone ahead of us, Lord, and I thank you for that, Lord. So as we continue to, to push forward, Lord, we ask that you will make us make us better leaders, make make us better examples of who you are. So these things we ask in your name. Amen. Man, another great message from one of our team members here at Fourth and Gold Ministries. As always, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast, and we pray that you were able to receive some things that may strengthen your walk with Christ. If at any time you have any questions on how to be a part of our ministry or to join our weekly devotionals, please feel free to reach out to us with any questions, concerns, and more importantly, with any prayer requests. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us on Facebook, or you can email us at 4th and Gold Ministries, all one word, at gmail.com. Now, with hearts and minds cleared, May the peace of God be with you. May his grace go ahead of you. May the love of God be in you. And may the favor of God be all over you. Until we meet again, remember, we love you.